Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. I'm not an egg for you to sit on like a hen. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma, I'm a radio journalist who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and welcome back everyone. Em, who are we giving a big fat shoot your shot shout out to this week? This week, it goes to Lorraine, who bought us three coffees. What an absolute sweetie. She said, I'm resigning my job today in caps locks. <laughs> I'm putting in my two weeks during lunch and I'll start my new job on June 5th. Thank you both so much for all your hard work and dedication to this pod. I binged through so many episodes before and after my interviews and in total, drum roll, she wrote that in there, not me. I got four offers, all range from 91K, 105K and 110K base salary. You've both helped me get a 25% pay rise up from 88K. I can't thank you both enough. Hi from the US. So that's US dollars as well, which means that's even bigger. Lorraine, you are a true interview boss. We'll have to reply and find out what industry she's in. I just loved with this as well that I felt like on her to-do list was number one, resign. Number two, send a message to interview boss. Yeah, (laughs) it's the best. Or like, no, sorry, she told us first before she resigned. Oh, yeah. She's like, I'm going to tell you and then I'm going to (laughs) resign. That's the best. Oh, it's so nice. And thank you for the coffees, Lorraine, as well. Obviously, you don't have to do that, but we so appreciate it. And it really helps us keep the show actually going and making more episodes for future people. I like that it's kind of like paying it forward, you know, like you're helping the show exist for future people that need the help just like you. And if you liked one of our episodes or you want to request an episode specifically on your situation or industry, slide into our DMs, but please follow us and then slide in. I know. A lot of you are sliding and not following. Yes. I texted Sarah the other day and was like, um, I just went through all our DMs of people asking us questions and needing our help and we always reply. And we're following. You're just swooping in <laughs> without following. So if you want to reach out, follow us, send us a message and we'll be more than happy to help you out. But you know, we're trying to grow our show and we have so many listeners out there that it doesn't translate. Yeah. Maybe before I reply, I'll be like, 
follow me first and then I'll and then I'll give you the advice. No, of course we wouldn't do that. But it does really help us out if you follow us. Speaking of sliding into our DMs and asking a question, that is exactly what today's episode came from. Once again, this is a listener request and it was a really good one because it was a topic that I encounter a lot on the recruiter side, but I never thought that someone would get this on the candidate side. And so I didn't think of it. So such a great question. So this one is from Aleska. Can you read out Aleska's message. Such a cool name. Yes, she said, hey ladies, I absolutely love your podcast. I'm taking the next step in my career and currently in the process of applying for new jobs and doing lots of interviews. But just the other day, I came across a confusing answer from a recruiter and thought I'd reach out to you so that maybe you can do an episode about this as other people might have experienced this as well. I was in the interview process for an exciting new role that was being conducted by an external recruitment agency. Had the first screening interview with the recruiter, a first in-person interview with the hiring manager and the HR manager from the company and a second in-person interview again with the hiring manager, another department manager and the business director. That's just ridiculous. My recruiter was very optimistic. He kept providing me with constant updates and let me know that I was the top candidate and that the company absolutely loved me. That's great news, right? However, after the second interview, when they were supposed to provide me with an outcome, the recruiter called me to let me know the company wants him to keep looking for more candidates because yes, they like me, but they want to compare me with more candidates. Is that a standard practice in the industry? You can't help but feel that the company is not 100% sure about you. They're not saying yes or no, but they want to keep you around while they use other candidates to benchmark you. What are your thoughts on this? I want to hear your take before you've read all the advice. I think that you're probably going to say something really annoying and like, it's standard. They're just not sure or they want to compare or something or like you're going to stick up for them. I'm going to stick up for them. Oh, suddenly I'm not on this job seeker side. I have a whole podcast, but not on the side of the poor job seeker. Well, good news, Aleska. I'm on your side. Yay. This is really, really, really annoying. And I want you to know, and I already replied with this to Aleska, this is super annoying for recruiters as well, particularly agency recruiters, but all recruiters. Makes him look like a dick. Well, sometimes managers do this for absolutely no reason. And this is nothing to do with the recruiter. This would not be coming from him. I guarantee, like I guarantee this is not your recruiter. This is the manager or whoever the decision maker is deciding that they want to see more people for pretty much absolutely no reason. Is this the whole belief of like, But there could be something else, even if you have something great in front of you, like there's some kind of anxiety about, but what if there's a more perfect person? It's basically hiring manager FOMO. (laughs) It's exactly what's going on here. Fear of missing out of someone else. And it's just really frustrating to recruiters as well. It's a strange way to do things. Yeah. So I've actually had this happen a lot when I have been hiring roles. You find an incredible person and you're like, oh my God, this is perfect. This is the perfect person. We met them early on in the process. You send them to the interview and the manager's like, oh, but I'd still like to have two more interviews with two other candidates. Like I want to see three, but only send them to me if they're really great. You're like, well, do you mean we're going to wait on someone who's perfect for me to find you two more options that you're not going to choose? It's so annoying. Like they just have this idea that they have to compare. Having said that, though, here's where it's coming from. I'm going to explain like the reasoning behind why they think this. It doesn't make sense because that's not how recruitment works, but this is the feelings. 
someone in the process, it might be the hiring manager, it might even be someone else, is going to say something like, hold on, are we going to hire this person and we haven't even met anyone else? This is the only person we've met with and we know that they're the right one. They put a bit of doubt in, right, and they might not be willing to approve it until you've had other options and you can say why you've chosen that person. They kind of feel like they've got nothing to compare to. So um, I want you to imagine as a little thought experiment here to get in the right frame of mind, imagine that you were doing home renovations and you got a quote from a builder and you really liked them, but would you just hire them straight away or would you be tempted to get another quote just to see where they land and to make sure before you went ahead? This is a hard analogy because I feel like the rule with tradespeople is to always get like at least three quotes. Yeah, but this is the same mindset of like comparing. It'd be kind of like if you were single and on the dating apps, you went on one good date with someone and you deleted all the apps and just like decided that they were it. You know what I mean? I did that. (laughs) (laughs) And it worked out really well. Hey, I'm not saying these things don't make sense, but you can understand the mindset, right? Of feeling like, hold on, this is right, but it's happened all a bit too quickly. You can see that some people would just, yep, cool. I, I know what I want this is it, it happened to turn up straight away, great, let's do it. Other people might feel like, oh, but what if this is just the average candidate and there's someone better out there? Occasionally it can just be a process thing, all sorts of reasons, but it's basically FOMO is what's going on. Mm, That sucks. Particularly, I want you to think about this in Aleska's case, if you came through a recruiter, they haven't even had an ad and seen applications of anyone else. True. Yeah. So the recruiter knows more that it's like a great person because they've seen that everyone else sucks, but the manager's just like, hang on. They only got one resume and they've only done, you know, this one round. It's not just one interview. But thank the recruiter saving you time of trawling through shit runs. (laughs) I know. I know. That's the thing. And a lot of the time, and I feel weird about saying this because this is a bit of a behind the scenes thing. Occasionally, you're basically in a position as a recruiter where you have to send someone else across who you know is not actually competitive with the other candidate, but just to get them across the thing of like, see, I told you they were really good. Like you have to share them all these resumes that are no good, that don't meet their criteria, or you have to book an interview with someone who you know is out of their budget or is not as experienced just so they get over this thing. And And then that's sort of a waste of time for the candidates who are going to interview for a job that they're not going to get. When there's already a preferred person. It's ridiculous. It's all around a ridiculous thing. But I'm hoping as you're listening to this that you can kind of empathize with where the hiring manager is coming from of feeling like, well, this all happened really quick and I haven't even seen the application. So I don't even know where this person sits in relation to the resumes, let alone the interviews. So it doesn't actually mean that there's anything wrong with you or that they have any concerns. I think Aleska mentioned that they're not sure about you. Like, I guess, sure, in one way, they're not sure about you because otherwise they would have offered you the job. But sometimes they are sure about you. They just still want to meet other people. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, but I just want to meet other people. Just to really solidify it. Just so that I can justify it or I can back it up or I can rationalize it in my brain that I didn't make a mistake later. I don't know. So, yeah, that's something to keep in mind. Hey, job hunters. 
big news. Our all-new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step-by-step-by-step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits, and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. There are some articles out there saying that if this happens to you, you should force them to decide. <laughs> I always do research before these episodes to have a look at like, what people are out there recommending. And there was this one article that was like, I want to work for someone who's sure about me. So you have until the end of the week to make me an offer. And if not, then good luck with your search and pull out of the running of the role. I kind of like it. It's just unnecessary because if they don't actually have any concerns, then like it's just a matter of time. They just meet one person and then they get over it and then they offer you the job. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to get pushy on them it's not like save the pushiness for your negotiations or something. It's just not the right thing to push on. However, if that was like in a dating context and someone was like, oh, I'm not sure if I want to commit. Absolutely. That's exactly what you should do. It's just that dating doesn't always cross over. Bit different in the job seeking. So that's sort of the context of why this happens. What should you do? First of all, don't take it personally. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with you your interview, the process. Sometimes it can be a bit of bad luck. (laughs) Like you accidentally just got there first. This is the thing with Aleska. If they had have already interviewed some people and didn't like them and then she came along. They would have been like, boom. Yeah. Yeah, You're it. Yeah. So sometimes the early bird doesn't always get the worm. (laughs) Second mouse gets the cheese. My partner always says that. Second mouse gets the cheese. I don't think I've ever heard that. Because the first one is in there dead and so the next one can come and nibble the cheese because he didn't get to eat it. I don't know if the first one in this situation is dead. No, of course not. It's an analogy. Unless you were the one who was like, you need to hire me now or else I'm walking. Maybe then the first mouse doesn't get the cheese. I know it's really hard to not take it personally, but that's all I'm saying is this could be just a bit of timing, a bit of bad luck. Just let that doubt creep into your mind that it might not be you. And remember, you could be the actual top candidate or you could be the backup. It's sort of impossible to tell. It is. And like, yes, the recruiter was saying, oh, they love you. They love you. Like, look, you're on the same page as your recruiter in this occasion. They want you to get the job because then they get paid. Yes, if they bring other candidates in and they place them, they also get paid, but they don't want to do more work. They want just you to get the job. They don't want to have to send more people and give them feedback and all that kind of stuff. So you're on the same page. So the stuff that they were telling you is probably legitimate. So I'd be inclined to believe them that you actually are the top person, but You don't know whether the hiring managers are lying to the recruiter. I don't know. You could be the backup candidate. They might be like, yeah, you'll do, but we think we can do better. That could be the case. I think we've talked about that a little bit before of like sometimes when you don't hear back, it's actually because you were like a seven or eight out of 10. You were good, but they were like, "Mm, maybe we can find a nine, but it's impossible to tell. So don't stress yourself out trying to work out which one's which because it doesn't really matter. Now, also keep applying. If this is happening, don't write it off as a sure thing that you're going to get it, even though they said they really like you. Keep applying. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. But there's an added benefit to keeping applying. 
that we're going to go into. Power move. Yes, this is the power move. So you should keep applying. And I always say to people when they're like, oh, I'm waiting and I haven't heard and there's another round and they've surprised me and now they need to do references and they just keep dragging it on. Keep applying for other jobs. You don't have that job until you have the offer. Anything could happen. You might get offered it tomorrow. Great. Well, then you say no to all those interviews that you might be being invited for. But if you don't get it, then you're already in the process with other jobs. So it works for that reason. But here's the power move. With that recruiter that you're working with or with an internal company or whatever, either way, keep them in the loop that you're still applying. Oh, yeah, I saw a really interesting role the other day. I've applied for that. You know, I'll let you know if I hear anything or oh, I got a call back. You know, I'm going in for an interview with this role. Tell them that stuff. Now, I'm not suggesting that you make up that you have other interviews because if this one company drags it on, the recruiter is going to be like, so what happened to that interview that you had? Will the recruiter potentially then go to the manager and be like, look, they're interviewing. We do not want to lose her. She's amazing. You're going to regret this. And that'll smack them right out of their stupid FOMO. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Because I guarantee you, he or she, the recruiter, is already saying this. And I think it was a he. So he is probably already saying that, oh, look, you don't want to lose this candidate. It's a really tough market. Trust me as the recruiter, these people are hard to find. And they'll be like, well, keep her warm. That's what managers say. I'm not an egg for you to sit on like a hen. Yeah. And like, there's only so many things that you could do to keep someone interested whilst they're just like delaying. Time is a massive thing. More than a week and a half, like I'm gone. Once it gets into weeks and of waiting. And this is why I say keep applying because people just hang in there and then they get dragged around they got nothing else and then they finally find out that they didn't get it and it's been ages that's why I want you to keep applying because I don't want you to lose time in this you know stuff around but help out your recruiter by applying for other things and getting interviews so that they actually have evidence well she told me that she's actually going for an interview with one of the big banks next week so I think you want to make sure that you get an offer by the end of this week can we commit to that oh yeah okay we'll make a decision we don't want to lose her we don't want to end up with no one so that can actually help them on your behalf so that is our power move for this episode There you have it. That is your how-to on what to do if you're told that they want to have a squeeze elsewhere. Yeah. The FOMO from hiring managers, that's how you battle it. And look, we're all in the same boat on this one. It's really frustrating. Some people are like, I would like to meet five people, but only if they all met my criteria. And you're like, well, there's not enough people who meet your criteria. What do I do? We're all in the same boat. It's really annoying. Hang in there. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices, hit that follow button in Apple or Spotify, or better yet, tell someone about the show. That's how we can hit the charts so we can help even more people. For more advice, behind the scenes, and helpful tips that you can save, check us out on Instagram at Interview Boss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming.